Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. We're taking you inside the mind of a man. This is How Men Think, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Jeff Timmons, and you may know me from the boy band 98 Degrees. I'm so happy and thrilled to be guest hosting How Men Think. I'm going to answer all your questions and try to help you understand how men think. But first, this is 11 questions with Jeff Timmons, so let's get into it. What are you known for? Well, uh, mostly known for being a member um, of 98 Degrees, which has been an, an amazing run for me. It's our 25th year uh, this year, 98 Degrees being in existence. It, although it makes me feel really old, I feel very blessed and fortunate to get out there and still be performing for such wonderful fans and be doing this uh, for a living and supporting my family. So I thank all of you. A little bit about me. I love music, of course. That's the obvious thing. I'm a big family man. I've got five kids. They're all amazing. I've been very blessed. Got a beautiful wife. And, you know, I like to work behind the scenes as well. I'm a big studio guy. Um, like to do music and, and produce stuff for other people. I'm in the tech space. I just like to keep busy. So who am I in my personal life? I'm just a guy that likes to screw around. I don't take myself too seriously at all. I take other people seriously, but I like to have a lot of fun, roll with the flow, make people laugh and, you know, enjoy family and friends. And, you know, the little things in life are, are very, very important to me. All right. What are three shows that I'm binge watching? Well, there's a show called Elite. There's a lot of these Spanish shows that are translated to English on Netflix that I really love. Elite is one of them. Money Heist is another one. And then I've really been kind of getting my guilty pleasure from the Pam and Tommy story on Hulu, which I absolutely love. What is my favorite food? Well, it's kind of a toss up. I'm a low carb guy, so it's usually meat and cheese and seafood and things like that. I would have to say steak and lobster. I'm a, you know, I like the finer things in life. So I'd say steaks, steak, steak and lobster, my favorite foods. Tell us about your career. Well, I have been totally blessed. Uh, it's been a wonderful ride. I'm from a very small town in Ohio where you know, a lot, not a lot of people kind of venture off into the entertainment business. Um, I was inspired by the group Boys to Men and wanted to create a similar group just like that. 
um, we didn't have the internet and, and uh, things that like 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 um, Twitter and and Snapchat and YouTube at our disposal and TikTok. Uh, so you literally had to go pursue your dreams. I drove with my original band across the country to L.A. Um, to pursue the dream and got lucky. Uh, you know, we ended up singing backstage at a Boys the Men concert, ironically, and uh, we're fortunate enough to get signed and. We got signed to Motown Records, which is a legendary label. Um, like Boys the Man did, we toured the world. We sold millions and millions of records. And we are still around 25 years later with great fans that embrace our music. And we enjoy the camaraderie of our brotherhood, uh, getting up on stage and acting silly and singing songs for a living. So it's been a blessing. We've got to perform with Stevie Wonder on a song for Disney's Mulan with Mariah Carey that went and Joe, that a song that went number one. Uh, we got to perform for Michael Jackson uh, with Usher and Luther Vandross. Anything you can imagine we've been fortunate enough to do and, and uh, we never took it for granted. So it's been an amazing ride. What's my biggest fear in life? I think just not being successful. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, it's important for me to always get better every day, uh, never settle for uh, mediocrity. I don't expect that of everybody else that I meet in my life, particularly my beautiful wife and my kids. But for me, it's always achieving something new. And it doesn't necessarily have to do with monetization and making money or being famous. It's just getting better every day. So my fear is to become relaxed and not be a success or not really have the influence and impact that I hope to do to encourage others to pursue their dreams. So uh, the fear of failure is probably uh, my biggest driver. Ah, my biggest pet peeve. On that note, I despise people that are lazy. I like people that like to kick back and take it easy, but laziness drives me absolutely crazy. Absolutely my pet peeve, laziness. What makes me most happy? Seeing smiling faces in my family. I mean, I think it's really, really important. Um, the world is always uh, you know, a challenging place to live in and life is hard. So you know, the, the small victories for me are when I see smiling faces on all of my kids, I see happy faces and you know, when my wife's happy, that's always nice. My ideal Saturday morning. Well, you know, Saturday, the days kind of blur together. I travel a lot, which I'm very fortunate to do. And um, so Saturdays could be a Sunday. It could be a Monday. I'm always working, which is a really very fortunate thing for myself. Um, but, you know, if, if you're talking about the weekend, a Saturday morning would be watching college football. I know that's a boring answer, but I'm a big sports fan and being from a small town in Ohio that revolves around football, Massillon, Ohio. Um, I love watching my college football and then just hanging out with my kids on a Saturday if I'm in town and, and if we're all together. But um, traditionally, I'm, I'm watching college football either with the, the guys in 98 degrees or even by myself. But that's a that's a typical Saturday for me. Am I more of an athlete or an armchair quarterback? Um, well, I'd like to think. <laughs> I'd like to think I'm an athlete. I, 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 but you know what? I'm just I'm coming to terms with the fact that I'm not that good of an athlete. So I'm sort of both. I try to keep in shape. I wanted to play football collegiately and, of course, in the NFL, where I'm from. It's all about that. And uh, unfortunately, I was vertically challenged. I didn't have enough skills. I uh, wasn't good. I mean, I, the list goes on and on. But I would say now I've, I've come to terms with the fact that I'm an armchair quarterback. I, I watch and criticize the coaches and throw stuff at the TV and say they should have made better choices and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm just a fan like everybody else. What keeps you motivated? 
Um, well, I have a lot of self-motivation. Uh, I think, you know, striving to be successful is, is an important thing for me and to get better every day, like I mentioned. Um, but my family does, you know, I want to be able to provide for them so they don't have to struggle. Uh, I've been very fortunate, but, you know, along the ways, there are high highs and low lows in the entertainment industry. And if I can prevent anybody in my life, not just my family, but groups and, and bands and artists that I mentor or pe just people along the way that I meet in life, if I can um, prevent them from having some of those low lows, uh, that's very, very motiv motivating for me in, in life. So that was 11 questions. And now we're gonna get right into some of your phone calls. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hi, Megan. Are you there? Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Wow. Such a clear, clean sound coming from your computer. Oh, thank you. I am using my earbuds. Oh, nice. Nice to meet you. <laughs> how are you? Uh, nice to meet you, too. So do you have a question for me or anything you want to talk about? I do have a question for you. Okay. Here's the deal. A guy asked me on a date, and then on the day of the date, I didn't hear from him. So I reached out to him like two hours before to make sure we were on. 
and he bails and says he has to go to his friend's mother's birthday dinner. Hmm. So that seemed kind of like a cop out, but whatever. Indeed does seem like a cop out. I don't think that, you know, I think that obviously you want to follow up to make sure that the date is still on and all that good stuff. And, and sometimes that kind of stuff can be awkward, but the fact that he canceled, if it was a different excuse, for example, if he had kids or it was his own mother, but it was his friend's mother's birthday. And, you know, and you reached out to him two hours beforehand instead of him reaching out to you to kind of let him know, sounds like he bailed, time to move on. Okay, but see, now here's my follow-up though. He just asked me out on another date. So like, do I give him another try? Or am I like, nah, one strike, you're out. I think maybe a conversation would be had about why he canceled, kind of feel out the vibe on the phone, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or a FaceTime call, which you can really kind of tell cues with people's visuals, right? Oh, if he's yeah, lying in, in the cues there um, with his facial expressions and all that. And, and maybe saying, hey, I totally forgot. I'm so sorry. I want to make it up to you. Or he says, uh, well, uh, and he, if he does that, <laughs> obviously a second date, well, a first second date isn't in effect, I don't think. Okay. I think that's a good plan. I like that. Thank you. I'm not a relationship expert, but, uh, you know. I'm no, just- but that was helpful because I just couldn't even tell. Like, I was like, I don't even know how to, I don't know how to proceed with this. Like, what's your deal? So yeah. that's great. You got to feel the vibe out on all this stuff. For sure. Thanks, Thank man. you. Bye. Bye. Hey, Simona, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm enjoying this, uh, this Q&A that I'm doing with uh, people that are calling in about relationship advice, the worst guy in the planet to give advice, but I'll do my best. What, uh, what, what kind of questions do you have for me today? Well, okay. So my question is, uh, I'm, so I'm a divorced mom of two kids and dating kind of sucks right now. Um, I'll have a great date. And then as soon as my date hears about my kids, it doesn't go further. Um, so my question is, how far into dating someone should I bring up my kids? Is there a way to do that that won't scare them off? Well, look, I mean, anybody that you want to be with long term, it depends on whether you're looking for a long term relationship or you're just out there looking to have fun. Right. If you're out there looking to have fun, you can mention them later, mention your kids later on in, in, in your dating process. But I think if you're serious about settling down with somebody, finding the one, I think you got to mention your kids right away. I mean, with with me, I always talked about my kids right away. And if that was an issue, then that was an automatic automatic X out for for me with uh with that, because, uh, you know, obviously my children are the most important thing to me in my entire life. So if someone is kind of, you know, getting scared or afraid of you because you have kids, I mean, I'd say run for the hills. But like I said in the beginning of the conversation, if you're just going to have fun and it's not going to be a long-term thing, then it might not necessarily be a topic of conversation. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Simona. Hi, Kate. How are you? Hey, good. How are you? Nice to be connected uh, with you over Zoom. You too. It's really nice to, to connect. Um, I guess I could use some advice. Oh, okay. Well, I'll do my best to, to give you some advice. I'm not, I'm not, the, I'm not a doctor or an expert, but I'll, I'll try my best from life experience to help you out. Okay. Um, well, here's my scenario. I went on a date, a first date with a guy the other day. I met him on uh, just like a dating app and it was a it was a great date, but he drank a lot. 
throughout <laughs> the day. Like a lot, a lot. And what's a lot coming from a drinker? Uh, a lot could mean, uh, it, you know, how, how much was a lot? He had two drinks before the appetizer got there, three before dinner was over, and two more before the check came. So like seven drinks. And I had two the whole time. So we're under 12. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, maybe yeah. I, did you was he was he drinking it like he was needed to drink the booze to get through the night? Or was he drinking because he was trying to be social? How was his behavior as he drank? I mean, there's so many elements yeah. that I need to know about this fellow drinking guy that I, I need to, I don't want to, I don't want to disparage the guy or or kind of lead you in the wrong direction if he's a nice guy. Maybe he was nervous. You know, a lot of times us guys are nervous around beautiful women like yourself and, you know, afraid that, especially if he's been on the dating scene for a while, maybe not had that much success, like mo most people don't. Um, and so that was a way for him to calm his nerves. But if he's drinking is almost, he has a problem and the guy's getting sloppy and he's falling all over the place. I mean, that's probably self-explanatory, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing though. He wasn't messy. He wasn't slurring. He was totally fine. Like he needed it to like self-regulate his, his nerves or something because he wasn't drunk, which is also amazing. Like what kind of metabolism does he have that he can drink that much and be fine? He's a pro. Where's this guy live? He's from the Midwest? <laughs> Uh, because that's what what Midwestern people like myself do. There's nothing to do except for drink um, and and talk about sports. But you no, know, look, I mean, certainly that's a lot of drinks to have in a night. And if he was getting sloppy or he was embarrassing himself or you in the process, you know, obviously, you know, it's, there's probably not a call for a second date there. But if the guy was just getting through the night and it was your first, was it your first date with the guy? Yes, it was our first right. time so meeting first face to date face. with the guy. I'm pretty lax with that stuff. I'd say give the guy a pass, give him a second date. If the guy's sitting okay. at home with on, on a Tuesday afternoon and he doesn't have a job and he's smashing, you know, bush light draft or, you know, <laughs> <laughs> or, or bottle of Jack, I would start to get worried then. But I think, you know, maybe give him a second shot and, and see if he kind of slows it down the second time around, or maybe that's just part of the guy's personality. But you know, it's something to watch, but not something to be concerned with on a first date. Just my opinion. Okay, cool. I'll take that and I'll definitely give him another shot. And, you know, I don't know, maybe I'll call and give you an update again. Who I knows? would love it. I Now I need to know. So, uh, <laughs> send me a note. I, I want to find out how it goes. All righty. Will do. Thank appreciate you so much. It. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, Susan. How are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm having a lot of fun with this uh, this podcast. It's pretty cool. Wonderful. So um, I'm dating this guy who, he's a great guy. He has uh, two kids and I have three kids and we're getting pretty serious. And I'm thinking it's time that the kids met each other. So I'm just wondering, you know, like, what's a good way to introduce them? And is there anything I need to be careful of to ensure it goes well? Like, I'm just, I'm a little nervous about the whole thing, you know, because so well, far it's, it's been me and him. It sounds like a great question. And, and look, I've been through this so I can speak to what, what worked for me. It doesn't necessarily mean it works for everybody. Um, but I actually, have you ever seen, how, first of all, how long have you been dating this guy? Like seven and a half months. 
Well, that's a long time. I mean, that's a that's a pretty lengthy amount of time. And it probably is time that you, you know, sort of see how the family members would interact together if you're getting starting to get pretty serious about it. Um, you know, I think that with regards to, you know, watching somebody other how the other person parents have you parents their kids have you been able to take a look at how he is with his kids um yeah i mean i haven't like i haven't had a lot of time with them either you know um but he seems like you know they seem to kid around kind of and like they have a nice they seem pretty close does and, he talk with affinity for his kids? Is, is that like a lot of the topic of conversation? I know a lot of people, you know, are, are scared and shy away from talking about their kids because they're afraid that this person that they're going to date doesn't like that. But in this case, he's got kids of his own. Does he does he speak affectionately about his own kids? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, definitely. look, I think that's a start. And, um, you know, I think that with me, I saw my wife with her kids and I was like, okay, she's a good mom. She takes care of her kids. She handles her business. She disciplines them the right way. They have respect for her. They're well put together. So after I saw that, I thought it would be a good time to introduce her to my kids, which was, you know, kind of a difficult thing because I didn't have the easiest of uh, uh, of divorce process, the, the divorce process going on. So it was, I was always very nervous about introducing um, my kids to other people, which I didn't forever until I met my wife and felt comfortable about how she was with her kids. And they ended up getting along famously. I mean, uh, and I, what I was, I travel a lot. So I was in a certain city that was close to them and, and her kids were close to, to us. And really we were just out and about and we went and did an event and took them to a hotel and they all kind of had a good time, went swimming and all that stuff. And then, you know, the, the rest uh, after that was all always positive. So they all got along, you know, they fought a little bit like any, uh, you know, uh, family would do, but, um, you know, it, it, it was a natural the, fit. Are any of them still in the house or? You know, um, three of them are gone. Three of them are off to school and doing other things and graduated, uh, you know, and then we have two left here. So my my youngest stepson just turned 16 yesterday. He's still here. And now he's driving <laughs> and, oh, wow. and it's gone by in a flash. I've known him since he's three years old. And then wow. um, uh, my, my daughter's 10. So those are the only two that are left. And then the other ones are are all growing up now, 23, 21 and almost 21. So it's been wow. an interesting and fun ride. That's so great. So do you have any suggestions on like, how, like of things, like, what kind of setting should we be in? Do you think for the kids to meet each other? Um, I think it might be cool. You know what? Just do something fun where they can have fun together. Like uh, take them to wet and wild or, or go to like a, a theme park or something like that. That's a good oh, way for kids fun. to break the ice. They can hang out with each other. They can go run around and, and do fun stuff together and you know, like kids would do if, as if they're meeting friends, right? As opposed to like some formal dinner where like you're sitting across from yeah, your yeah, brothers and sister, half sister, or, um, you know, stepsisters. So I think in you know, a fun environment's always a really, really cool way for, for young people to break the ice. Okay, that's a good idea. I'm thinking maybe even mini golf or something like that. Do people still Great, do yeah, something like that. Bowling, mini golf, like, you know. Yeah, I don't know where you live, but like a small theme park, Disney, Wet and Wild. The kids always love to go to the uh, water parks together, that kind of stuff. Go karts. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. No, I think that's a good idea. Good idea. 
Well, thanks, right. Susan. I appreciate it. Of course. Thank you so much. Cause um, now you've given me some, um, you know, now at least I have some ideas. Like I, before I was just like, I have no, I don't, can't even, I don't know. Just been nervous, you know? Well, yeah. I, I completely relate and understand. And, and um, I got your email from the producers, so I'll send you the bill. It's only going to be $120 for this short call. Oh, a bargain. A bargain. Just playing. Anyhow, nice to talk to you and good luck with all that. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye, Susan. Bye. Hi. It's uh, Lee. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. How are you today? Oh, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, so um, thank you so much for taking my call. Um, I'm uh, so I'm 36. Uh, my boyfriend is uh, 26. Um, we've been together for a while. Um, anyways, uh, we've been talking a lot about having kids lately and uh, um, so I've, kids have always been part of my plan and I feel like my biological clock is ticking. Um, and so I really want to get married and start trying for kids. But when we started talking about it, he thinks that kids are like four years away for him at least, but I'm worried that four years might be too late for me. Uh, should I, should I stay in this and be patient with him or like, should I try and find someone who's more like in line with my timeline. Wow, what a tricky question. Boy, I'd hate to give you the wrong advice on this one, but how long, first of all, there's some important factors. You said you've been a long, together for a long time. How long is a long, long time? Um, well, it's been like, well, a long time for me is three years. So three years, he was 23 and you were 33 at the time? Yeah. So three years is kind of a long time. And and when you first started dating, was this any part of the discussion at all that you'd like to have kids? And obviously he knows you're just a little bit older than him. Um, I'm sure it's in the back of his mind that you would probably want to have kids at some point. Um, did that ever come up in the beginning or all of a sudden did you just spring it on him that, you know what, I think it's time for us to have kids. Yeah, no, we definitely have had those conversations since the beginning. It was, you know, I would not have gotten with him in the first place if he hadn't been someone who said that he wanted kids. Uh, it's just that um, now I'm realizing, oh, no, this like age gap uh, <laughs> might actually be a problem. Well, this is something you often hear. I mean, look, I mean, there are a couple of different other factors. Does his career prevent him from being able to put the time in it that's necessary to be a father? Is there anything going on with regards to his his professional life that would prevent him? Does he travel a lot? Is he a baseball player or a rock star? I mean, is there something that that keeps a businessman <laughs> that keeps him on the road all the time that he wouldn't be able to put the time in necessary to be a good dad? Uh, no, no, he works a pretty standard like nine to six job um, in finance. Like he's very, you know, he's he's got his stuff together. Everything is. Everything's in a good place. I think he just feels like, you know, he's not really, you know, he wants to do traveling and stuff like that. And, you know, he feels like there's just a lot that he still wants to do before having kids. Well, look, I mean, there, there are a couple of things. One, he has to respect that, you know, you, you're having anxiety about your biological clock. Although there, as we know now, there are things you can do with regards to science that enable you to carry children and bear them a lot older than you used to be able to do back in the day. Yeah. So that's available, but he also has to respect your desire to, to do this in a, in a, in a natural way. And, and so I think, you know, three years 
uh, just my opinion. And <laughs> all of a sudden, this relationship's over. Uh, I get a, I get like a DM on Instagram from this guy who's mad at me because you broke up with him. Um, no, I, I think that now <laughs> it's probably time you have that talk with them and say, hey, look, we've been together three years. I've invested this time into you. You know me well enough that this is kind of something that I really see on the horizon and want to do before I feel like it's too late or I have to go through obstacles to make it more difficult for me to have kids. And I think it's it's definitely worth the conversation. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I guess I'm worried that you know if I if for some reason I break up with him, like that's a no go. Then you know, will I just ruin my chances at all? But I guess we'll we'll find out. <laughs> well, I mean, look, you don't have to break up with him, but you know, maybe feel it feel it out because sometimes guys will pro prolong the you know they'll they'll just kind of. There, there might never be a time, you know what I mean? That he'll say he wants yeah. to have kids and he just enjoys dating you, which is perfectly fine. But if you have different life goals for yourself and, and, and the way you envision, you know, being a mother and that's not going to play into his plans, then maybe it is good, good to cut it short. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Bye. Thank you. Bye. to you all i am is the invisible man oh i'm so sorry let me let me turn that down oh, no problem <laughs> by all means please play our music uh, at all times in your house that's awesome <laughs> i had to go back and it brought back so many memories i mean 98 degrees and rising it's a classic i'm, I'm loving the backdrop with the the cool posters back there the moulin rouge what is that the aviator you've got back? this What's is on um, gladiator oh gladiator nice very nice <laughs> well, thanks for uh taking the time to join me today of course oh here's my cat right on time oh nice she what loves boy bands too her name is pixie pixie yes oh what a cool name thanks okay you can go let me talk to jeff um i'm so excited to meet you i've been such a huge fan for a long time Thank you. I'm totally flattered and, and excited to meet you too. I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Um, so I'm just going to jump in with my question. Um, so it seems like, you know, back in the day, there was like rivalries among the groups, right? But recently, you know, we see guys from different groups doing things together, right? Like the boy band Christmas special that you were in last year. So aside from maybe just being like a little bit older and wiser, what do you... What do you think has changed to sort of encourage those kind of collaborations? Well, here's what's really interesting, Donna, because we never really had a rivalry with the other other quote unquote boy bands. I know it's it's contrary to popular belief and it's not a it's not a great hot button for the media. But we really, really had a ton of respect for both the Backstreet Boys groups we were compared to Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, although we were kind of formulated a little bit differently in that we put ourselves together and considered ourselves a vocal group, certainly years later, we're thrilled and honored to be mentioned in the same company with those guys. And, you know, experiencing the same sort of journey, the high highs and low lows that those guys did, we had nothing but respect for them. They had tons of hits, tons of talent, and were just great guys to be around on the road. I mean, uh, like you had mentioned, there, there was the boy band Christmas special. There was this thing called Back Sync. They had this thing here in Vegas called the after party. I'm part of a company, a group called ATCK with AJ and Chris. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I have an affinity and, and love and appreciation 
for those guys, their journey, their work ethic, and just what, what type of great people they are. You know, having been in the business now for 27 years, it's 90, 98 degrees, 25th anniversary. You know, you don't really come across people that are really true and genuine and, and great folks to be around. And to be honest, it sounds like I can't answer, but those guys are all fantastic dudes. Okay. And because I just saw Backstreet in Vegas two weeks ago, now I have to ask, when are we going to see 98 degrees? Well, look, yeah, as I mentioned, it's our 25th anniversary. Thanks for asking the question. Um, we're thrilled and excited that so many people are, out, are coming out to see us. I mean, we've we've been, you know, back since 2013 when we toured with Boys the Men and New Kids. And since then, I've had multiple tours. The fans are always there for us. Uh, we're going to be recording some stuff last week of uh, I want to say May, uh, first week of May, we're recording some new material and then we're going to be back on the road end of August, probably into September and then go through the holiday season. I don't know that we'll probably do a holiday tour like we've done in the past, but it, we will definitely be on the road, uh, you know, going out there and, and, uh, hitting the pavement, doing some shows for our fans. We're super excited about it. That's awesome. I'm super excited. And I just have to say this gift is one of my favorite Christmas songs. Thank you. I mean, you look, the Christmas album, I'm proud of all the material and feel blessed and fortunate and lucky to be a part of any of it. But I think that the Christmas music for us, because we're a true quartet, I think the fact that we can, you know, arrange all the harmonies and the vocal stacks that we like to do, we, I feel like the Christmas music is our best stuff. So I appreciate the compliment. I, every year I have to listen to it. I find it and I'm like, okay, I love this song. Thank and you. totally superficially, you're a tiny box, but you look fabulous. I have to Thank say. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I'm trying to keep up with the young bucks. You know, it's not <laughs> I'm about to turn 49 here in a few days. So I'm trying, wow. to, stay, trying to stay young and vibrant so we can, uh, we can still compete in our old age, our antiquated yeah. selves. I, I'm right behind you. So don't say old age, please. <laughs> you look and uh, I appreciate your time, Donna, and, and, and asking me such great questions and, and the compliments, too. Yeah, no problem. It's so great to meet you. I, I'm, I'm so happy to do it. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. Hey, Dorothy, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing, I'm doing great, thanks. Thanks a lot for hopping on with me. Yeah, so being in the industry so long, we're all curious to know, what is the one song you wish you never had to sing ever again? <laughs> That's a good one. You know, uh, I hate to sound like a corny person, but I love all the songs. I mean, um, you know, especially the ones that were hits that, you know, people say, oh my gosh, I'm so sick of singing I Do or Invisible Man or Hardest Thing or whatever the hit is or a song that we've done. Um, it's actually the opposite. I used to not like singing some of the songs that we recorded back in the day in concert, like Dizzy or The Way You Want Me To, because I wanted to sing all the love songs and ballads. But now, many years later, those are tempo dance songs. They're such anthems. <laughs> yeah, I think that they seem relevant now. So it's the opposite. I actually like singing more songs than than ones I don't like. I mean, it, you know, I, I wish I had a different answer and said, oh man, I hate singing because of you, but I, I, get, it. I get a jolt out of, it, out of it every time because the crowd responds differently every time. And, you know, look, at this point, you mentioned many years, many years later for anybody to know any of the lyrics to any of our songs and be yes. singing to back to us, I'm thrilled. That's awesome. My first concert was actually one of the All That Tours of 98 Degrees, so I'll never forget. <laughs> Well, thanks. Where, where, uh, where, what part of the world are you in? Where was that at? Um, in Southern California. It was like before they tore down the Universal Amphitheater. Yeah, that's right. So that was, uh, and so you got to see Monica and 
the Keenan and Kel and Nick yeah, Cannon. Yeah, right? long time fan. That was fun. Well, I appreciate that. Geez, that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, so glad you guys have all like success, wishing you many years ahead. Thank you guys for having such great anthems. Oh, I appreciate it. And uh, love the love. And thanks, Joycey. I appreciate, I really appreciate the support. Seriously. Thanks, Joycey. What great calls. We're going to take a little break and we're going to get right into the Q&A. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. So the question, the first question is, how did I meet my beautiful wife, Amanda? Well, it was very interesting. So a friend of mine, Jordan Knight, who's a member of New Kids on the Block, he and I had been touring for a couple of years together as solo artists and having a lot of fun. And he asked me to be a part of this thing that he had called, he was doing called Jordan Idol. And Jordan Idol was essentially a, basically a version of his version of American Idol where fans would come out and they would sing covers. And then a winner of, uh, of the contest would get to record with Jordan. And Jordan wanted me to be a judge. Well, I was really busy with my kids. Uh, I was going through, going through a divorce and only had limited amounts of time to, time to spend with my kids. And at that time, I was like, look, I, get, I have visitation with my kids. I can't make it. So Jordan was like, look, you have to be here. Please, bro, do it. So I drove to L.A. Um, from Orange County and, and um, 
you know, reluctantly went and, and, uh, and then judged this contest. And my wife was there, my future wife was there at a VIP table. And I thought I was going to be really, really cool. And I sauntered up to her like she was going to know who I was and said, hey, uh, you must be one of Jordan's younger fans. And she was like, no, I'm in my 30s. Uh, you know, you're, by the way, you're sitting at my table. And she kind of dismissed me, which I was kind of like taken aback. And it was definitely a bruise to my ego. But I was like, hey, you know. Hey, what's your name? And she told me her name was Amanda and she really kind of ignored me. And then her friend said, don't you know who this guy is? It's a guy from 98 degrees. So her exact words were, what do you want a cookie? So I was like, walked my butt back to my um, judgment judge chair and, and spent the, the rest of the night doing the, doing the thing and the contest and all that. But on my way out, she denies this, but she followed me on my way out. I was going home to be with my kids and do their homework with them. And she said, hey, where are you going? I said, well, I gotta go home and be with my kids. And by the way, you didn't know who I was earlier. And then um, we didn't exchange numbers at the time, but we ex exchanged Twitter handles. And so I immediately DM'd her and was trying to chat her up. And I, I slid into the DMs and all that stuff. And then eventually I just started seeing her uh, now and again on the road. It, it wasn't anything seriously. I was taking seriously. I never really wanted to get married again. I was kind of disenchanted, disenchanted with relationships, but she was sweet. She really had her stuff together. She was a good mom. She was impressive. She didn't rely on me to do everything for her. And she was just there for me at a very rough time in my life. So um, it ended up being a blessing uh, in disguise that I, I went to the Jordan Idol event and um, she changed my life. The other question is, how did I know I was ready to marry? Well, uh, you know, look, I, again, I didn't think I was ever going to get married again. I obviously, I, I love women and, and dating is okay. And, and, you know, sort of wanted to focus on being a father, but this person came into my life and completely changed it around for the better, almost effective immediately. And, you know, I sat there and it kind of was like a revelation to me. I was visiting her in, uh, in, in LA, she was doing something, she was in the medical field doing something and I visited her uh, at, a, at a restaurant at her hotel and I, I thought, wow, you know, um, this one might be the one. I remember, you know, going home after hanging out with her and telling my parents, man, I think this is gonna be the person that I end up, you know, having a long-term relationship with. And, you know, eventually, very shortly thereafter, um, we got married, we kind of just fell in love with each other and life got better with uh, with both of us in each other's lives. And um, the rest is history. Totally changed my life around. All right. So the question is, do men have a one-track mind? Can they listen to women when they're also doing something else? Now, this is something you want to talk about pet peeves. We talked about pet peeves earlier. Um, and, and one of the questions was, my pet peeve, mine's lazy people. Well, probably my wife Amanda's pet peeve is the fact that I cannot do more than one thing at a time. If I'm crafting an email in my phone, I am literally hearing the words as I'm typing them. And she could be saying, well, you need to take the trash out or the pool guy's gonna come. And I cannot hear anything else. So one track mind, it's kind of a rough, rough sort of term for that. I would say focus. 
I would say I'm focused on one thing and I don't speak for all men. There are other guys that multitask and talk, text, send, you know, do all kinds of things. I have to be focused on whatever it is. And it doesn't necessarily have to do with being a man. It could be that I have like ADD and I have to like focus on that because if I start to focus on a bunch of other things, then I can't pay attention. But in this case, I would say most men do have a one track mind. It's been wonderful spending time with you. Great calls, great q and I loved, uh, you know, spending some time with everybody and love the fact that 25 years later, 98 Degrees still has fans out there. And it's been a pleasure and honor for me to spend so much time with you. You probably learned a little bit too much, but one last thing I want to talk about is 98 Degrees is going to be on the road recording some new music. I have a new song out right now called Lit featuring Pompeii. Debuted number one on the iTunes dance chart. I'm very, very proud of it. It's been a blast here, hanging out here on How Men Think. Thanks for having me. We'll see you soon. This is How Men Think, an iHeartRadio London audio production. Listen each Thursday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.